Hello. 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 And welcome to the 41st episode of. Oh. That wasn't good either, was it? That wasn't bad. That wasn't like on point. Right, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Are we live, podcast? Things always sound better in American accent. It does. Ooh. Are we live, podcast? <laughs> First of all, respect my accent immediately. Um, with me, Barnet. Me, Alpha. And me, Jordan. We've moved uh, seats. So that's probably why I feel disorientated a little bit. Usually, I'm on the sofa. Alpha's in the chair by the piano. Jordan's by the computer. And we've moved. Do you call Max computers? Are they computers? Max, was this you? You know, when you, we were talking about something about, like, you Google something, even though Google is yeah. more of a search mm-hmm. engine. I feel like now... People say computer, yeah, but they're meaning their Mac. You it's, assume everyone has a Mac. Is a computer not? A, is a Mac not? It, a is a, it is a computer. He means the other way around, basically. He yeah. means no, but you don't everyone's say. Did you bring your Mac? Mac? You'd say, did you have a computer? Actually, people do would. say Macs, and the same way people say, "Oh, my iPhone." I don't say my Samsung, but you lot say my iPhone for some reason. What do you say? My your phone. phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, I I do. You, I suppose like Hoovering and like. Yeah, Hoovering. Um, um, Pampers, Delonghi. Oh, Pampers. No, not Delonghi. Isn't Pampers a Ugandan thing? <laughs> by the way, hey, that's uh, so funny. By the I way, just... happy Happy Independence Week, Alpha Ugandan Independence oh, yeah. Day. Shout out to Shout out to them man there. Shout out to them man there. <laughs> Ugandans. I don't know how many years it's been, but we're free from the colonialisms and the man them. <laughs> Um, yeah, shout out to Uganda and you're Ugandans. You're free in England. Shout out to all the Ugandans out there eating chapati and beans. With what? What is a Ugandan drink? Wanaji. Yeah, people always say that. What's I haven't that? actually tried that before. But I don't that? drink alcohol. Oh, is it alcohol? alcohol. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Wanaji is like imagine Water, like geez. imagine no imagine no <laughs> <laughs> imagine like an airplane and like. The fuel that you put in the aeroplane. Oh, That's what you have to imagine Wadaji is. Wadaji is like the strongest, like, sort of alcohol. Yeah. Um, or so yeah. I've heard. So is, is alpha with no, not drinking alcohol yet? Does yeah. it make you annoyed when people get drunk around you? Um, people don't really get drunk around me, but I guess it's annoying because you're in, it's annoying anyway when you're in different planes of thinking to people around you. Yeah. So different states of mind, you can't really. <clears throat> relate to someone or yeah you can't really talk to someone properly because they're somewhere else if we were both drunk we could probably have the same adventure <laughs> meet on, yeah, meet on a, do you know what I mean even like, it out yeah exactly it's the same thing I think it might be that the same case for different type of drugs I don't know if people who are high yeah I don't know how they feel about people who are drunk oh I suppose it must be heightened though isn't it I wonder if it's like the same I struggle with people that are high more than drunk um, I think more so because I only deal with people that are high in sessions. They feel like they can smoke in the session, and then it's really not that um, sort of environment. Have you no, guys... I said like it's not productive anymore. Yeah. That it's a bit they're chilling and they're like, you know, I don't know if you guys done those sessions. Have like... you? I mean, uh, drugs. What's what are drugs? I've never seen any of them in my life. What is weed? <laughs> um, what are you? Have you guys ever done a session drunk before? Well, obviously not alpha, but like. Have you ever done a session drunk before? I've done a session, not not drunk, but I'd been drinking. What's the difference? <laughs> well, out of control. I wasn't out of control. Like, we went, it was probably the first time I've ever done that. Um, we were like, 
in Wales making the new album I'm working on now. Shoot, baby, yeah. tell like a, them, baby. We had like dinner and had drinks and then like decided to start a track at like 10 p.m. after dinner. Yeah, how was it? It was fun. Like it turned out to be this like seven minute song with a four minute outro doing the exact same thing the whole time. <laughs> like nothing changes. Um, but no, I like to be in a bit of a, I treat music more like I go in at 11 and get back at six. Like I don't. Like a job. Like sometimes people come and they're like, yeah, man, we'll start at 6 p.m. And oh, it's probably going to go till 3 a.m. or something. I'm not like that. What's the latest session that you've ever had? Is that what, the 10 p.m. No, session? probably, I probably finished it one. It's not crazy late. <laughs> <laughs> what was that for? Was it your session? Or was it it was a song for me, yeah. Okay. Have you ever done a session for somebody else and it's like started late, finished late? Actually, Producer X started late. Did it? Yeah. Shout out to Producer X. But I was, I had just landed, so I was literally falling asleep in the studio and they're like, you can go, man, it's cool. Really? What time did it finish? What time did you leave? I left at one as well. Nah. But they were up, they were up, just like, just getting started. Alf? Why do you think people approach sessions differently to what? the way they approach gigs, for example? Because mm. you have a drink before you get on stage, right? Mm. I don't, I don't, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so if you're in a session with someone else, yeah. do you feel like you have to break the ice? I don't know. Or calm your nerves before you're in a session with them. Mm. Whereas, like, when you're on stage, you might want to break the ice or calm your nerves down before you go out on stage. Mm. That's, that's interesting. People yeah. treat them two, the two things quite separate, isn't it? Yeah. I think people like drinking before they go on stage because of the party thing. Like, they're, they're about to entertain, so they want to feel part of it. Like, it is oh, weird. Right. I, I don't, but I know, like, people get try and get really drunk to, like... They're like so they can be jokey and when I was early and like some of those gigs you guys first came to when I first came to London, yeah. we'd be smashed. Like I would have, I would have had like three big drinks before I went on, and I'd be a bit more like bantery with the crowd. Yeah, I think it's for that reason. Maybe that's comfort, but Jordan's gig, Jordan's first gig, Jordan didn't know that <clears throat> when you're telling jokes, you're supposed to like wait for people to like <laughs> stop. Like clapping, yeah. yeah so he would yeah. say a joke when everyone's clapping, so they couldn't hear him. And I'd be like giggling, like, and he'll be laughing, and everyone's like, "Why is Jordan laughing after his everyone was clapping?" Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. But um, I, I, in terms of like being drunk, I have never I've been drunk in a session. I think one, a couple of times, maybe every time. No, um, a couple of times I've been drunk uh, during a session. Mm. Um, but. I think for me, it's words. In it. I think words are really important, and I think so. I couldn't be drunk before a show because I'm saying bare words. Fumble your words, Rob. Like I already struggle with addiction already. So imagine now with like alcohol in my system, yeah, like being yeah. drunk on stage, yeah. And you've got to like, and a lot of the time with shows, it's like muscle memory in it. So like you go into autopilot. So yeah. if, you, if you have one cog that goes off, yeah. it can throw the entire show, and then you're just just stuck. Like it's bad. So yeah, I I don't think I could ever. Um, people used to have like a lot of harder drugs. Maybe people still do, but like in like to play jazz music, like I find that so mad that them like how like jazz is now deemed as like this really respectable like do you know like yeah it's like you see, like back in the day you snort a line and then go on stage yeah but all you just feel cracked out of your mind you just be like yeah you might feel like you're playing super far or maybe it gives you that kick as well I don't know I don't <laughs> fucking know what, what cocaine is alpha men antifon um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh, but guys. Uh, out of ten, how are we feeling this week? Out of ten, 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 out of ten. Feeling a good, solid. Do you got hold on? Do you have? Do you have you guys ever seen Anthony Fantano's weekly? Yeah, of course. He's always at the Needle end. Drop. He'll like say, "Yeah, <coughs> uh, transition." Yeah, yeah, yeah. A solid seven out of ten for that album. 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> just go check it out for yourself, okay? <laughs> um, I'd probably give myself a 5.5. So you've gone down from last week? Yeah. It's not good. I sh- you should be wanting to be Do you know why? Eight. Is it just, just happened or do you know why you've gone down? I think or? like... No, no reason really. Just oh. like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's not very convincing. Is so it, my week. It's been a long week. Can I change my last week? Okay. Oh, cool. That's good. Yeah. What, so <laughs> it, was, it, it, it was a six. Because like I feel like I, I I can't give anything higher than a six until another baby's born in my family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you give me your. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would give it. I'd like to a change. A baby being born in his family is six out of ten. I'd like to a, change. Okay. Last week to a ten. At least we got somewhere there we to go, work. There we go, Alpha. <laughs> like that. There we are. We got somewhere to work from because this week feels more sixy. The like, the like <laughs> last week, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this week is more, yeah, it's just there, man. Like, a lot of things happening, a lot of things potentially happening, yeah. and a bunch of nothing happens as well. Do you know what I mean? It's like a transitional week, it was not like a yeah, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I got nothing done with my album, like, I haven't really progressed in life. I've just sort of oh, like, fucking hell. Do you, is that, with, <laughs> no. with, with making an album and like productivity, are you, are you, can you beat yourself up a little bit? Do you find yourselves like beating yeah. yourselves up if you've not achieved certain I things? I uh, definitely do. I, from my own experience, like, I'm like, cool. Even though this is the first time ever I've been less, there's less of a immediate deadline because mm-hmm. of the, what the world's happening with the world. Yeah. So like you can sort of take your time, but touring's not going to come back for a while. Mm. But um, I still am like we talked about at the start of lockdown. Alpha was like it sh- it should be okay to take a break. Like this is the time you need to like chill. Yeah, definitely. But I was like, oh my god, I have all this time now. I need to like utilize it. Mm-hmm. And so now like, yeah, I get that. I'm I'm like, oh, another day's gone where I haven't written a chorus for that song. I've been trying to write a chorus for for mm-hmm. like months. Yeah. So I do constantly. Is that like, would you say that, like, that that's the downside to like being quite regimented and treating it like work, if that makes sense? Because Maybe you're quite nine to five with. But um, if I think the vibe people, like, they could take longer because mm. they're just waiting for the moment of inspiration. Mm. So you, do you not do you not believe in the idea of moment of inspiration? Oh, we are guys. Listen no, to I weekly <laughs> podcasts, baby. This no, is what I, we I are do think it can be forced. With. So you don't believe in the idea of it. So you don't believe in the idea of the moment of inspiration. Um, and it hit and it came. There's it came definitely to a you. moment when you've started an idea, and then there's another uh, something comes on top of that idea. Like, yeah. wow, what if that? Like, uh, let's say Alpha wrote some chords in his yeah. own time, and then like he hears a really interesting melody. Yeah. That that could be it, but it did come from you forcing an yeah, idea. So that, so, that, so that means you don't believe in it then. Yeah. I'm so about basically, it. you sitting in front of the TV, watching like. I don't know, man. Yeah, How's exactly. Jerry Springer. Yeah, is that Jerry Springer. Is that it's not going to help. Yeah. Like, a melody doesn't just enter okay. your head and you go, man, that's the single for the album. And you go, <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you, don't, you don't believe that's a thing. <clears throat> no. Some people believe that, you know, inspiration just hits you like so you, a so ton you, of bricks. You don't believe that either? Um, it's plausible. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> Has, okay. Let me re-question. Let me rephrase that question. It's never happened to me. Okay. No. Like, it's never happened what, to me. What, the inspiration thing? Like, I'm never really, like, I'm normally thinking about music if when musical ideas come. Like, and or I could dream that I do something, music, but then that's just because it's I do music. music in real life and that yeah. just happens in my dream just because it happened. It yeah. wasn't like a, I don't believe, like, the theory of music. 
<laughs> came and whispered in your ear. Exactly. Be great. Came and, <laughs> came and just sort of sprinkled some musical line in my, in my brain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of musicians that attribute um, this actually. Go I on. don't want to come across bad here. Go on. But there's a lot of musicians that attribute everything, their ho- all of their skill, all of their talent, and all of their writing, everything, they attribute it to God. They're like... Weekly podcast. They just... <laughs> Shit, that's big. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. Weekly podcast. So you're saying that as in, like, they go, the hard work and all that kind of stuff doesn't, they're going, they're going, it's literally God has put this melody in my as head. As if basically God has spoken they to me rolled out of bed, didn't practice, didn't do anything, and then just let it fl- let him flow through you <laughs> and all that stuff. Like, I don't mind, honestly, if it was both, if it was a bit of both, if it yeah. was like, I practiced real hard and then, you know, God gave me that extra push to get to where I am. <laughs> Sorry, that was mine. <laughs> we got piano in here. Man, it's like, the divine speak. <laughs> That's God right there, actually. Maybe I'm not, I'm going to stop bad-mouthing God, actually. <laughs> you're not bad-mouthing God. You didn't bad That's true, I'm bad-mouthing bad um, God's supporters. No, you're bad-mouthing <laughs> the idea, this guy, wrong. He's bad, you're bad-mouthing the idea of, like, the idea of not working hard and believing that, it can just happen to you without any sort of work. Do you, but on, on the contrary, I have found like I've read or watched a, an interesting phrase pop up and I'm like, that's a really cool lyric idea. Yeah. I think sonically, I don't get those inspirations, but do you find that though, lyrically for you? Yeah. Like I, something... I, I, I see, I think that um, I'm probably more on the idea of, um, it's really strange. I do think I have been there, have been times when I'm on a train and I go, oh my God, that's a really cool idea for a lyric. Or, or you saw something or, or you just thought or I of go, something? Oh, that's a really good. So like Rose Thorn, so my last album, my first album, my only album, my debut album, um, I've got a song called Rose Thorn, which is about uh, proposing to a girl and she says no. And I, I remember I was on the train platform at um, Stratford going to Forest Gate and me and my ex had split up for ages at, at this time. But at that moment, something hit me and I was like, oh my God, I want to write a song about this idea of proposing to a girl and she says no. And like, and, and that was hit me. And I got the first like two lines in my head, so I don't know. But then that's just that's that's wait. We have to reverse now because what are we actually talking about? Are we talking about does inspiration exist? Point blank, because I don't know if that was what we were talking about. Was it? Because inspiration is it's almost scientifically like like that is a thing. But I I think I I think Jordan. My point was that Jordan was saying that Jordan's aspect is that he has to be in front of a he has to be working on music. And be in front of it, and that's when inspiration strikes. That's what I'm saying, and I, and, and that's where it comes from. Essentially, basically, from what you was deciding, that still goes in line with what Jordan believes because you was thinking about your ex at that point. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. So it's not like you were standing there, Jubilee Lamb was going past. You were like, "Oh man, can I reveal his location." <laughs> you see the way of, I mean, anywhere on the Jubilee Lamb. So yeah, like yeah. you you weren't just thinking about like I don't know, man, like cups of tea and then going, I want to write a song about my. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, <laughs> just, so yeah. it did come from like I believed I I don't not believe that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, it that's definitely a thing. Do you do you, do you believe that also in the idea of like so Jordan? Because obviously you were quite focused on it, but do you believe in the idea of like being too focused on something? You've got to step away for let it, to let your brain breathe and then come back. So like fresh ears, basically, but for your imagination. I think right? so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because um, I get cloudy sometimes. Like if I'm writing something and I'm like trying to, because I actually believe I learned that from you. To be honest, the idea of like working on something every day. 
I enforce that, especially now that I'm full-time musician, weekly podcast, baby. That's how we roll. That's how we do it, baby. Oh, yeah, damn, damn, damn. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, for fuck's yeah. sake. Man, man like Richie. Um, but yeah, I, I treat it like a... So every day I'll work on something music-related, whether it's mixing a song or editing a song or writing a lyric or whatever. I treat it like a job and, I, and that's helped me. But at the same time, I can find myself getting frustrated with myself if I ha- if if it's, if it's not coming, if I'm going, mm, that's not it, um, and sometimes I've got to step away and be like, it's because it's, it's, it's too much pressure or yeah. it's getting clouded. Jordan, do you think you don't step away? You just write and write, and eventually it will come because you're you're just yeah. Going at it. I actually I rarely do step away if mm. I'm in a oh really yeah because if I'm struggling with the chorus, mm. I luckily can go in like work on the drum sound or, or like there's always something else I can do. Mm-hmm. So then by the time I've done the drum and chopped the keys, oh, the keys has inspired a new vocal melody or something like, right. so it's like a cycle. So I do rarely get writer's block, but when I do, like I've been in a session recently uh, and um, like I was really struggling to think of any ideas because yeah. like I think it's different when you write for other people. Yeah. But when I'm by myself, you know, no one else is around. Yeah. I'm literally just got my headphones on. Yeah. It's sort of in a weird way, like playing a game. I'm just like, my mouse is taking me around. And, yeah. And speaking you, through so me. Do you, do you find pressure, the idea of pressure when you're having to like write for somebody else? How do you find that? So like, if I'm going into a session, I've got to write a verse for somebody. I I am like, well, I'm writing it because I want to win. Jeez, Barney, the, the ghostwriter. Do you mean ghostwriting or you mean writing I mean, a verse I mean, I guess people want me to mean Alpha. It's a Sunday <laughs> morning, bro. Get me, man can mean... No, I'm joking. No, I'm mm. talking about if someone's like, like, can you want to write a verse for this song? As in Barney. Or if I'm in a session with a producer and they're like, whatever, the I'll, thing is you, I'll force it. You have to write and consider someone else when you write. Yes. So that's automatically harder than you just writing without limits, yeah. without like yeah, anything weighing you down. Yeah. This person's weighing you down. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you might like them. <laughs> they you might down. be nice people. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But you're not. You're not being everything you want to be in that moment. You have to adjust. Well, I don't know. Some people just feel like they don't have to adjust, no matter who they're sitting in with. Yeah, and that's also uh, that's a thing sometimes. But I think if you're trying, it's best to accommodate people when you're on their thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah. That is that's automatically harder, yeah. When you're oh writing for with, with somebody else in mind, do you always refer back to them and be like, "Do you like this? Do you want it to be like this? Should I change this?" Like, how far in the process of write, say you're writing a chorus, how far in the process of the chorus do you like sing? I to get, the person? I get, I really am awkward with that. Okay. I get like really insecure. Right. Like I'll be, or let's. Well, there's two times it happens. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm singing a feature chorus on someone else's tune yeah. and I'm in the room with them yeah. and then they're sort of writing their stuff yeah. and I have to be writing my thing on the side yeah. I'm sort of like they're just like what do you have any ideas and yeah. I'm sort of like I've got an idea that I think is good yeah. but I'm like oh I have to present it now and like perform it it's like, it's like basically standing in front of the class and basically you got to like yeah right. and then they're like oh it's sick but um <laughs> <laughs> they're like man even that's even crazy <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> Even in your examples, he's the greatest of all time. No, no, I didn't mean like that. <laughs> that like, was mind blowing, Jordan. Um, but I've had, I have had people come back and go, or more so when I write their chorus. Or mm. it's always hard. Like even Alpha and I have written songs together, yeah. usually for me. Yeah. Well, actually, no, for both of us. But like, when you get to the lyrics, it's like 
you both have an idea of like what the lyrics going to be mm. and there needs i feel like there needs to be like it's hard, it's it's just hard to say well we're sort of talking about let's say a breakup yeah but then one person's just like <laughs> how about the lyric i miss you and like <laughs> Oh, I would never put the lyric I miss you in this fucking basic, blah, blah. Like, there's so many of those. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, like, like, so shout out to Imran. Ah, in fact, like, quick plug. Uh, shout out to Street Rat. Imran. Yeah, Street Rat. Album's out. Yeah, my album out. Sick album. Go Body check it out. My, my, my housemate here, um, you know, living it but I remember we had a we had a uh, one of our many conversations in the kitchen whilst he's making his coffee and he says that he doesn't like using the word love in his songs because he thinks it's corny really he's oh. like he goes I don't like using the word love like I think it's I corny I know I find love Jordan's oh, no, he fucking hates, he hates you everything <laughs> um, but I was just like well you're you're if, if, you, if love is the word that you want to use for that he was saying that basically people have just used that word willy nilly as like a replacement word when there's other words that you can use that that can mean yeah. what you're saying. And I was just like, but at the same time, there is something quite powerful about the word love as well. It's the power of love. Um, yeah, and I just feel like, so the point I'm trying to make is that sometimes with songwriting and stuff, people feel like the idea of corniness is because it's been done a lot of times yeah. and dismiss ideas because they go, well, everyone will say that. And it's like, but sometimes that's that's what fits. I feel like everyone has their own, not everyone, but people tend to have their quirks on what words they tend to stay away from. Even like writing with Jordan, Jordan mm. will stay away from certain words that sound Bad. wrong, even if they make sense. Yeah, in context. yeah, yeah. That's true. Like, that doesn't sound yeah. right mm. on to to say. Yeah. So I get that. It's just the whole thing of when you're in a session, uh, it's really important to understand who you're in a session with. Yeah. Because there's people that will, you know, you'll start an idea. Someone will stop you before you're like, as you're thinking, maybe this idea doesn't work. They'll be like, that doesn't work. Do you know what I mean? They'll be in the corner like, oh, that doesn't work for me. Do you know what I mean? They'll, <laughs> they'll finish your, and in a way, I quite like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's not, there's not a better way to do it. People like to be courteous and be like, but you're going to waste someone's time. They're going to write a tune for two hours. You don't like it. And you're going to somehow like turn to the, you're just going to be like, hmm. <laughs> This is nice, but it's not quite right for this competition. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But it, like that sort of thing where it's just like, it, it's the but whole... It's like a delicate whole... dance though, isn't it, Alpha? It's like, especially with somebody that you like don't know, it, it can, you don't want to come across rude. And I think with, with creation, it can be quite personal. I think it's... I don't thing... want to like insult them. Yeah, I don't know. It's not about insulting. For me, it's like, like when I tend to work with Jordan, mm. sometimes it's like, we just look at each other at the same time, and be like, yeah, let's just start again. Like, like wow. let's just... Let's just start again. Like, everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Let's start again. Like, scratches his paper up. No, no. But it's one of those times where it's like, in other sessions, that would be very awkward. Yeah. Because starting again will feel like a put down on either yeah. side. Yeah. And I'm just like, a lot of the time it's easier. And that's the thing. If if you if you have someone that is a delicate flower and it's going to let you flip in. Hey, Alva. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the way I pan, the camera like, will yeah, pan to Barney. Delicate, delicate flower. Delicate flower. You got a delicate, uh, the problem with delicate flowers in sessions is now it's your job, which is my job, yeah. um, to turn to you and ask you what you think at every hurdle, basically. Mm. I've got to ask you what you think because yeah. I know you can't speak for yourself. You can't speak up if you don't like something. So, yeah. That's not a bad way to go either. That's what I'm saying. None of these ways are better than the other. Yeah. It's just 
understand what kind of person you're in a session with and then yeah and also understanding your role like if you're in their session or if or or if they're in like for example if alpha's in my well my song this is my fucking song bro (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. like or if i no, i wrote a song when we were writing i had wrote basically the story of door it's like i wrote the first verse and then i was struggling for the lyrics for the second verse and we wrote it together yeah but like i was in his song and then i was just like how can i how do you find how do you find how is it writing together what like how do you do it do you like do a melody in and then you try to fill words well we in? had the melody we were trying to find it's like we had the amount of syllables we had to hit yeah and we were like what can we say now and um yeah i don't know it just happened i don't know a line comes out sometimes literally a line can come out really quickly and it's mm. like well that's sick and then the next three words it's like there's three words to finish the line yeah. or the chorus or whatever and it's it's literally the hardest thing because you're trying to sum up <laughs> a paragraph's worth of info yeah. into three yeah, lines, yeah. Yeah. which is what I was gonna ask actually. Do you think it's? We've I think we might have talked about this before, maybe off 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 air, mm-hmm. off record. Jeez. Do, do you think singers or rappers have a harder job? Like singers got less words, yeah, but a rapper has to, in a way has to be more creative because he's got more words. So you don't want to sound the same, yeah, as I, all other rappers. But a singer can only say five five words in that one line in in a bar I don't know they say they say I found love whereas Barney be like I woke up yesterday saw my mother she was beaming of light and I found love in a soul like you could say oh respect Yo, what did, you say? what did you say about his mother's soul? What did you say about my mother? Beaming from my mother's soul. What do you mean? That was amazing. That was amazing. Bloody do you know what I mean? I yes, I do know what you Singers mean. get less chance to... I got a hot take for you, bro. Oh, shit. I feel like... Weekly podcast. I feel like if you can sing, singing is an infinitely easier job than rapping. Infinite, like weekly podcast, baby. So much easier. Like, Damn right, Damn right yeah. son. Like my mother's soul. <laughs> <laughs> if you, yeah, if you can sing, don't get me wrong. If you can't, then you know. Matching. But if the talent's there with rapping, it's like even if the talent's there, I feel like it's a harder job. You got more things to fit in. Like you got more ways of saying things. Whereas, like when you sing in a song, a lot of the time. Your voice is your voice. Everyone will forgive that. Like, yeah, and it's yeah, not really yeah, yeah. about um, what's this mood that I'm, yeah. you know, trying to capture and stuff like that. You know, it's even flow wise, like even flow wise for singers, like I think you flow is so integral to like rapping, but yeah. on singing, like flow isn't necessarily people don't go, ah, oh, she's a great singer because her flow is so. No, good. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. that's like it's it's tone. So it's literally yeah, it's the vocal, isn't it? It's the tone. It's the way she sounds, whatever, or he sounds. But then it's. It's not necessarily the skill. And if you are able to have sick flow or lyrics, that's like another level. So like, say for example, like you love Frank Ocean. Yeah. Frank's spoken about highly because of the way he writes. And you go, oh my God, his writing is great. Or his choice of like, you know, his flow is great. But that makes him like a step above a normal singer because that's not like the norm for a singer is just being able to have a great voice. Yeah. I think with rapping, it's like, there's just like so many layers of, being shit. There's so many hurdles to be shit as a rapper at every point. You can have great flow, but like no a bad tone. You can have ba- great tone, bad flow. You can have bad terrible, beat bad and, beat. You can yeah. have bad lyrics. Yeah. You can have bad. There's like so many points it can be it shit. Is, yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's a tougher 
it's a tougher road, I think. Um, but that's not me bigging up rapping. Yeah, I would rather up. listen to no, a singer no, than a bro, rapper. I don't know Alpha. No, <laughs> that's bro, another hot take. I would rather li- I would rather here. listen to a Very singer weird. than a rapper. I sort of think of it like you got one story. Let's yeah. say, um, I don't know why I need an example, but I'm gonna have to think of one now. <laughs> Let's say the Avengers third third fucking finale yeah. is gonna be written into a book this time. Okay, Jordan. <laughs> Okay. I don't know why I needed to go there, but you, you, one person has to make it a short story. One person's got to make a full-length novel. Right, yeah. And that's the sort of analogy, long-winded analogy I use for like, <laughs> I use for like singing. Singing is a short story that has to be equally as per, in, in powerful. Yeah, I think... That's should, true, actually. I yeah. agree. I think we should... Oh, I, I think what we should do, though, is I think somebody should listen to all the podcasts recently and make like a, a montage of Jordan's um, like... What do we call it? Analogies. I think they're going to be amazing. Similes, metaphors. Yeah, top notch. But yeah, I I, I agree with that. And I feel like... That's true, yeah. There's more points of error for a long long story. Yeah, the thing is, I was saying, like, because the rapper has more words he has to say, there's more chance for them to make an error. Yeah, mess up. Yeah, Like, have one bad line instantly. It's like... Whereas a singer can write... Four lines for a verse. Yeah. And but they have to be powerful though. Otherwise it's like oh, yeah. I, I, I like I woke up, I sat on the porch, I saw the horse in the distance. But- and then like <laughs> <laughs> but this is why this is why singers end up sounding way better than rappers. Way better. That, that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like I think you could write that those exact words and sung well on a nice beat and it would sound incredible. <laughs> that's why it's fucking bullshit I'm still thinking about a horse at a distance that's <laughs> like that Lloyd's ad they're chilling in there they're chilling in the Lloyd's ad or like um, flipping oh, RNS records hold tight hold tight like RNS there's another one that, a guy called Raj he's, he's parted ways with RNS this week as well I think he used to work he's worked there for a week Nothing. and he's gone you know I'm he's par- worked I'm- there for a week. No, no, sorry. Was- sorry. <laughs> Maybe it's felt like a week, but he's worked there for a year. So uh, he's worked there for a year. Yeah. And he's overseen a lot of like, or was going to oversee a lot of projects with, you know, ethnic, minority, blah, 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 black, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And he said he can't like stand by any longer, yeah. you know, because of the way Renard is. And I'm just like... <laughs> Did we, call him, did we call him racist Renat yet? Or have, can we not call him racist Renat? I feel like this is like obvious. <laughs> <laughs> like how we could... I don't know. <laughs> that's a bit too, that's, even the, the word racist, yeah, yeah. It's sounding a bit like the word love at the moment. It's a bit simple. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You know? <laughs> like racist Renat. <laughs> I don't hey, know. Out of context, that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, I definitely hear that. But, I, but yeah. yeah. But shout out to horses Ro- and RNS. And <laughs> no, fuck RNS. They're on there. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Raj. Big Raj. Yeah, Big Raj. I don't know who Raj is. Honestly, shout out to you, Raj. He just basically announced his resignation on Twitter. Do you think, okay, like, okay. So, controversial. Let's weekly podcast. I'm out okay. here. So, there was a guy on BBC, yeah. I, present, I don't know if we spoke about this. We might have spoke about this. If we have, then Alpha cut this out. There was, <laughs> okay. a, guy, there was a guy on BBC. He was like a presenter. And BBC did a whole like a whole racist segment thing, and he quit his job at BBC and did like a statement, and he got great press for quitting his job. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I and haven't I, seen that though. So yeah, so it was a while ago. Oh okay. And I was like, his profile has raised significantly since quitting BBC 
for the racist shit. Wait, wait, he was racist. No, no. Got, so he... let me let me clarify. So BBC had a racist segment on their show. This guy that worked at the BBC, yeah, separate from the story, yeah, quit because the BBC did something racist, right? Right. right, right. His profile has now skyrocketed, yeah, because he quit because now everyone knows his name because he got press from it. Yeah. Do you think people are doing stuff like that to get a profile? Is that wrong? Should, should that be in the, in the back of your mind? If you're like, I'm going to quit because mm, this could actually help my branding. Because he wasn't had a, he didn't have a big role at the BBC. But now he's well known. I've never heard anyone do that yet. So, oh, are they doing it? Someone's like doing, someone's people at labels or... Are you I, talking about a sideman? Yes. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I didn't feel that about... Um, I'm just asking the question. Did his profile raise because of the BBC thing? I kind of felt bad for him. I felt... Because uh, nobody followed suit. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I felt like he did and that. We are out and like no one came. Yeah, 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 I thought he did that like he was like Moses. Do you know what I mean? Part in the water. I'm out. Who's with me? And he, and he ducked and then nobody... Fo- everyone just kept like... And yeah. then BBC apologised the next day and it was like... Everyone stayed. Everyone was like, okay, we're cool now. I must have saved I'm, I'm all right. I and th- he's just out of here. I think his profile's been raised. If, if you're not I free, think he's fine, but I just don't think... I don't. I definitely don't think it was premeditated because I can't... I don't know. I don't feel the the jolt in like... Popularity. He's in a different space now because... I was thinking I about know. this this like interesting. intertwined... Yeah, interesting multi-layered complex now with that whole thing so for example at the base level someone's like that's racist i'm going to quit my job but i'm going to post about it because yes. mm. um because i you know i want to get i'm, I I'm get showing up. my yeah. solidarity but also i'm going to get great and then press. so then someone says like oh you did it for the clout so okay let's say that per- sorry let me just think this out of my head <laughs> weekly focus. so then that person goes you did it for the clout yeah. so then that person's replied publicly and said you've just done it for the clout you're a yeah you're a, in you're the a comments right? social yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. so now another person yeah that wants to wants it. to show solidarity but is worried that if they do they're going to be considered that that someone's going to think they're doing it for the clout so there's like a multi-layered complex there of like let's say white people yeah especially like with the black square thing or whatever they're like they saw people the week before I think it was a week after the George Floyd thing happened they were like okay everyone's showing solidarity now but some people are against it so now they're like do I do it now because then anyway do you know what I mean like there is like a multi-layered thing there so I wonder like I'm a tiny I'm a a little bit I'm a little bit sort of forgiving with that sort of stuff with the the black square thing I wasn't really because the industry hijacked the black square thing. Yeah. That's why I had a problem with the black square thing. But people putting it up to show, you know, so basically everything you put up on social media is for the clout of it. Like it's for the, otherwise like Ooh, you keep it to hot yourself. Take, hot take. That's why yeah, I it's big, true, it's big, yeah. Wait, wait, no, I know what you let's, mean. Let's, let's talk. That's, that's a big take. So any, anything you post, anything you post on social media is for the clout. That's what you said. I can, that can be the interpretation. Yeah. I can interpret anything anyone posts as for the clout. So, so it can be perceived as for the clout. But yeah, it yeah, yeah. doesn't necessarily mean it is for the clout. Yeah, but then who's the, you, you can't prove it either way. I'm, I'm with that weekly podcast. So Do you it know made, what I mean? So make... for, for example, this week, yeah. and I didn't want to touch on this. Let's but, touch on it. But, um, so we're going, we're going, we're going. We're going. No, 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 I won't touch on it. It's actually a real issue. Going go. in, in Nigeria, they're trying to... Um, they're, 
they're protesting to reform sort of the way the police act out there and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And the the, the whole campaign, what well, at the start of the week, the whole campaign was end SARS. Yeah. Um, and that was the campaign basically to yeah. just basically stop police brutalizing youths out there and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's a valid campaign and it worked a little bit. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? They, agree. Yeah, the the government put out that, you know, yeah, we're gonna reform this and we're gonna stop this, blah blah blah. I mean, now I don't know where I don't know where it's at now. Apparently they're replacing it with yeah, something called SWAT, which yeah. is they're just basically giving the SARS guys new hats. Yeah. And just much. going, yeah. yeah, you can do the same thing but just under I don't know. Yeah. But that's a real life issue. People are tweeting hashtag end SARS. Yeah. I could go to any one of those tweets. Yeah. It sounds bad, but you could go, oh, you just, you're just, why are you posting, N- you're just posting NSARS to help yourself and help your profile. And they can say no, but you can't prove But it. it's my word against yours. Well, it's, you know like, I mean? it's like this, Alfred. But it, it, sorry, at the end of the day, if they are doing it for the clout, it's still beneficial. Exactly. It's still beneficial. And that's yeah. why I'm more forgiving because yeah. it's like, it, it doesn't matter because look what happened. Yeah. Like the government, it actually it changed change. something. It's like you know, it's like you know it's, like, it's like giving to the poor. So if you go, if you go to give to a guy, a homeless guy on the street, yeah, yeah. and give him some money, you know, I'm yeah. filming. Yeah, I'm filming you giving yeah, yeah, homeless yeah. guy the money. Is it for the clout? Yeah. Yes. Is the homeless guy getting some money? Yes. Yes. Like so, it, 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 they can both work in tandem. That's what I'm, yeah, Do yeah. You know what I'm saying it can. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, no, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I, 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 I'm I, saying. Yeah, I, 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 if things are getting done. The reasons why people are doing things, look, you just saw people are sort of, you know, nitpicking because I believe everybody at some point will do something for a certain reason that pertains to themselves, basically. Yeah, beneficial, yeah. Beneficial to yourself. Mm. So, but yeah, you know, I'm not really against, um, it's, it's, it's good every now and again to call out, I don't know, um, people for, for doing certain things, but I just think every time... You guys, you guys didn't ask me. We said one thing we'll get stuck into this. What did you just say? Did you just mumble? I, I know, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I heard, I understood. Yeah, did you? Yeah, no. Right. no, I knew him East London. I, yeah, no trust me, sometimes I, yeah. Some people will complain about I talk quite quickly. No, I said one thing that needs to happen though. I asked you guys out of 10 how your week's been. You guys have to ask me. Oh, shit. No one asked me. <laughs> No, nah, I'm getting mad, but I'm getting mad here. Shit, I, I feel, do you know what I? Do you know? Do you know? No, no. Like, the thing about the thing about me is, yeah, maybe Jordan's the same now. Maybe we're just little like. Just, just not, just not great people. <laughs> yes. When somebody asks me something, I always feel like I will ask you when I want to know about this. <laughs> Do I mean? So I, I will ask, I will ask people how. On a podcast, I'll ask, I want to know how I want to do it. I, I mean, saying, I, 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 <laughs> I want the podcast. No, I do no, no. for every week. Nah, I was nah, like, nah. I didn't want to know. <laughs> I think when I, I basically, I feel. <laughs> I've got this thing of yeah. not being genuine. Like, yeah. I'd like to be genuine. I don't want to just backhand. It's the same with backhand compliments and stuff like that. Someone's like, oh, you're sick. Oh, yeah, man, so are you. You're sick. Like, do you know what I mean? That whole thing. I hate, I, I hate don't want to. So Alpha, when somebody I, asks me, like, off the cuff, if they ask me that. Alpha, I genuinely If I remember to, I will. Alpha, but naturally, I'm just like, Alpha, yeah, I, I'm cool. I, I genuinely hear you. <laughs> like, I know, Alpha, I genuinely hear you. But we are sitting here with microphones in front of our faces. Yeah, this, is not, this is a contrived situation. This is not like, it's not just like I was chilling at, at like wherever and I'm like in a corner. Like, Do you always like remember you, like we haven't asked you and you just sitting there sort of like. I cry just, every just night. Fist I go clenched. home, I go home, I start punching the air. The thing is, yeah. He me. He me. He loves me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my day! Oh my god! 
Yo, weekly podcast. Yo. Oh, one day. All oh, the depth. Um, yeah, one day we'll talk about what Jordan just did. There. Yeah, it's mad. When, okay. when are we live? Will come to YouTube soon, so you will see the whole. Yeah, man, it's, gonna, it's whole, coming. It's coming. The whole thing. Yeah. So, but um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This Ask is, me then. Bro. This is another. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. What's just, going on, bro? <laughs> How is your? I just remember no, something. Man, fuck you guys, bro. What? Would you... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, remember, are, I just remember something. I wanted to the podcast. No, but this is this is something I actually really wanted to know earlier. Yeah. So how, how's your week? <laughs> how's your week out of ten, Barney? How's your week this week out of ten? How's Fucking it been? Minus three, bro. <laughs> Minus three. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Have you done anything interesting? Met anyone new? Shut up, man. Um, have you, have you it's been, it's been it's, this week has been an absolute mazer. Um, so the good thing about having a weekly podcast is you can kind of, you know, we have now a relationship with you guys that listen every week. Shout out to Jordan. He's putting his slippers on <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> Getting comfortable. I respect that. Um, by the way, Jordan's like hitting out his, his, his studio now. And it's very plush. It's got some sick lights. Some sick lights and like a rug and stuff. So he's like, you know, um, <laughs> money baby. Weekly podcast. But forget all that. I want to know about Barney's week. <laughs> huh? right, cool. so, no, so, Are you okay? So yeah, think about having one week. <laughs> hey, you asked me if I'm okay. Yeah. I won't get mad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm getting <laughs> so mad. <man. laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so the, yeah, you, you're able to come and like speak about shit, but also as things like unfold, you find things out along the way. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, bro, where do I even start? So this week, um, my I found out information. <laughs> I found out a big bad boy piece of information mm-hmm. that. Um, my manager, um, shout out to a manager, love them very much, all of them, um, has moved on to uh, another company, and I no longer, ha- I now no, bro, that is a man. <laughs> you no longer have their services. <laughs> English. Uh, <laughs> told you I did honestly. I, <laughs> I now don't have uh, management, and I'm now on my, like, I'm literally going for it this second. Um, we didn't know if Barney was going to talk about this on the podcast. Yeah, but it's coming at you live and direct. Yeah, in a sec. I think I, I think I think it's, it's going to be on the tabloids on Monday. <laughs> yeah, trust me. It's like pitch me like blocking the camera. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's important because you know I think our transparency with the listeners and people that are getting into music in whatever regards that listen to the podcast or are interested in it. We kind of give like a real perspective on it. Yeah, because management's a smoke and mirrors sort of thing. Man. Yeah, 100%. a lot of people actually probably don't even know. Like, are thinking, how do you get a manager? Yes. How does that even happen? So, uh, do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so I suppose, like, for me, it's, um, <clears throat> you know, I met them like, over three years ago now. So I've been with them for, like, just over three years. Mm. And, it's, yeah, it's going great. It went from strength to strength. We released records. We've travelled the world. Do you know what I'm saying? Things like this. And, obviously, with the pandemic, that's what caused things to happen and kind of end up in a situation. Mm. So the good thing is, is that there's no beef. Like, I'm still talking to them every day. Like, we're finishing up. Shout out to them. Um, Shout out to them every single time. But I suppose it kind of puts me in a position where it's just like, you know, management is like being in a relationship pretty much. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's not, you can be a great manager, um, but not necessarily be a good fit for somebody. And that's why I'm very sceptical about who I, you know, 
get with next if I get a manager next time do I want to self-manage like how does that what does that look like yeah what um, does what goes into management what do you think you're missing now like in your what I lost basically yeah what yeah what have you what have you lost what, what were the functions um <laughs> Functionally, not as humans. As humans, of course, you, you just lost people. Fair enough, man. Yeah, and I think I think that's one. But I feel like yeah. a lot of the time, it's um, people have different requirements and different needs. Exactly, so yeah. my needs are gonna be different to Jordan's. Jordan's gonna be different to yours. And I think yeah. even by managers and stuff, or you know how it works, it's all gonna be different fits. Um, so for me, very hands on. Like I, I want to speak to you pretty much every day. I want you to be involved in terms of like just having a. A, a sound idea board. of soundboard yeah, thing. Yeah, like I wanted to be able to be like, yo, this, that, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, because I, I, um, I'm big on family. I'm big on friendship. That's how I operate, and that's how I feel comfortable in, like, to be able to create. Um, and so with my past managers, that's how it was. It's we were very close and speak every day. So like, um, that's one thing. Um, reliability. You know. Also, like networking, know people in in certain arenas and fields. So if I go, oh, I really want to do this thing, they can go, oh, well, I know this person. Yeah, they'll be able to cross up with that thing. <clears throat> yeah. Being 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 business savvy, knowing how to budget, because um, I'm independent. I haven't got a massive amount of money, so being able to be like, okay, cool, we've got to put that money for this. Let's budget this up. How can we do this? X, Y, and Z. How can we pay for the band? How can we pay for the DJ? How can we pay for this tour manager? All that kind of stuff, and like keeping me in the know um and yeah i think it's the support system in general and i think that's did you like being aware of everything that happens like as you were an artist or do you like them hiding certain things from you that you may not want to see so you can get on with your career as being a um well we yeah so we spoke about that um about <clears throat> that kind of thing so i uh, originally, if you asked me that maybe last week, I'd have been like, I want to know absolutely everything. Yeah, yeah. And then you was like, well, you like, show me situations where you've been kept in the dark, as it were, but yeah. like in a really good way that like, like protected you. And I realised there's probably been times where I've been kept in the dark. That's yeah. helped me. And I think that's where it is. It's like the manager takes the brunt of a lot of, you know, the big, if a big blow comes, that's not beneficial to you. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. The manager wants to try and guard you yeah. in that capacity. Um, so yeah, brother, it's, 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 it's weird, but scary, very, very scary. Um, you know, it's, you know, I think obviously people that have listened to the podcast for a while know that I went from, you know, having a part-time job for a very long time, you know, like working in a shop, that was my safety net. Then, you know, with, with the pandemic that kind of took that job away from me. So I'm a full-time musician now. Yeah. And now you know, my support system in that capacity has gone. Another new chapter. Another new chapter, so it has started. Yeah. Yeah, the good yeah. thing is that I have, obviously, still amazing people around me, which is great, and also that I haven't fallen out with my manager. Like, it's not beef, and I think yeah, that's, yeah. that, I think I wouldn't be able to handle, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a beef, you know, in that capacity, because, like, my last, my first manager, I had bad beef, and so badly, and, that was so draining. It was horrible. I hated it. I didn't like it. It was, it was, it was, Yeah. you know, you don't want people to be talking shit about you behind your back, you know, what kind of stuff because that happens and then this way it's, it's not going to be like that. It's, you know, I can call them anytime and ask for advice or what X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be a smooth transition. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, how are you guys with managers and finding your managers and what do you need in a manager and, and how, like, how, how have you kind of, because you guys were both self-managed for a very long period of time. 
saw that quite important parts of your career. Like you were self-managed for Antifont, yeah. had no manager. Yeah. Um, you were self-managed the kind up, of... Up until yeah. um, I signed to Ninja. Yeah. After I signed to Ninja. Yeah, exactly. So what? how was that for you? When did you go, okay, this is the person I want to go with? Um, and yeah, management. Um, I think I, I loved it um, because it was for, for the first time I felt like I had... I knew what everything was happening and mm. like I've I made friends with all the people that did the things in my so like there's like I got a booking agent I had the well I hadn't had a label yet but mm. I got the label like my band I was talking to directly and mm. I built a relationship with them um you know like on a small note like some artists have a band but mm. the band talk to the management and then mm. there becomes tension mm-hmm. I don't I don't know not all the time but. yeah so there's that and then uh um, but it was doing it for all that time. And then when things started getting hectic, I knew what I was doing well. I knew where I was struggling. So when I, when a manager was to come on board, mm. they needed to like tick those boxes, mm. which was just like, obviously emails. I just, I spent more time doing emails and also like being able to tell my label or anything, no, or something mm. like that. I was bad at confrontation or telling my booking agent, mm. I don't want to do that gig or mm. something. Cause I was just taking everything. I was just like, yes, yes, yes. Mm. Um, so having the, like you said, they're different for everyone, but for me, it was like someone that thought about not just like what's happening now was planning in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just taking, just letting me in the true sense of the word, be a full-time musician rather yeah. than be a full-time music business yeah. whole, cause you have to run the whole shit, mm-hmm. but it is a good time to be self-managed. Why would you say that? Because everything is more Everything is a lot easier, easier accessible. Even like people at labels or brands, like mm-hmm. you can befriend someone at Spotify now mm-hmm. directly, and mm-hmm. like you can be, you can go in and meet the guy at like these distribution services, and like they want to be friends with you as an artist. And mm-hmm. like obviously, when it talks to like deals, and that's hard. But um, for someone of your level, there's lots of work, but it's like weirdly, I think it's a. It was a better time than five years ago when yeah. the labels were like the way of getting stuff out. Now it's like yeah. self-released or CD Baby or TuneCore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. I think there was a lot of, um, like a lot of managers just shroud things in secrecy. Just sort of like, oh, I manage you. Like I got these connections and I, you know what I mean? They just, yeah. you don't know how they're doing what they do, but that's yeah. how they retain their power yeah. basically. Cause it's like, oh man, I can never do that because man, they're just putting that, putting this stuff out of nowhere, man. I don't know mm-hmm. how they do it. So a lot of managers and the industry as well, it was like that, like maybe a few years ago. Yeah. Now you can directly, for certain things like, oh, if you want merch, oh, okay. Yeah. There's a shop you can hire to do this. Yeah, and exactly. they take 5% for your merch and then you do that with them. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, oh, okay, distribution, I can do it on this website whatever they take this amount of percent blah 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 blah. like you know you can do a lot of things yourself because it's all out in the open now it's like Mm. all the cards they had close to their chest are like out there now it's just about whether you want to do the work to do those things so that's the only thing when it comes to management i i feel like i felt like before i restricted myself a lot because i was trying to make everything happen and make making sure I do it myself. But just because you can do something doesn't mean you should mm. do everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because even if you don't have the know-how for it, 
you're still spreading yourself. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Then, yeah. And then you're stopping yourself from doing something else you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? But not necessarily management that you need to fill those things. There's certain teams, there's certain, like, four things you're, you're, you've got going, like money. I used to worry about, like, money, maybe more than the average person about, like, tax. I used to worry about tax in, like, February, after I've paid my tax. I used yeah. to worry about next year, like, <laughs> straight away. Do you know what I mean? I used to, it used to be on my brain, like, I, you know, like, not really sleeping probably because of money and money issues and stuff. And I'm just like, no, nah, you know what? I'm going to pay someone to worry about money because although I'm paying them, I'm paying to relieve my stress. Yeah, that's what the way Cause it's, cause it, Because it's impacting me way more, I feel like, than the regular person. I need, <laughs> I need that. I need to not be worrying about that. Mm. So it's, yeah, it's the same as that. I think, I think it's just, what can you take doing? What can you handle doing and be able to progress at the same time? Mm. I think you should do whatever you can do while you progress, basically. Hold on to everything you're still able to do because the ownership thing is the most important thing. Yeah. But the second you can't do something, the second you're like, oh man, I can't really move forward, but I can retain what I've got now, but I can't really move forward. Mm. You just get someone involved to do yeah. that thing. When but anyway, yeah. I think you'll, I I think you'll, you'll, find, you'll be now, fine yeah. because you're more, I, I don't know, I feel this is true, but you're more trustworthy than we are. What do you mean? <laughs> like, Wait, no, you trust what? people more than we do. Hmm. Like you, or as Trusting. in when, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when yeah. I was self-managed, I was like, I'm own, I want to do it all because, um, I don't trust anyone. Yeah. Or like I have more of a guard up and it took a lot for me to like, let go of the reins. Even when I had management, I was still talking to my tour manager or I was talking to my accountant directly. And I was yeah, like yeah, yeah. talking to my booking agent and I got to a point where I was like, Oh no, my managers are really good. And now like, I make music and they touch me and go like, do you want to, they touch me on the shoulder. <laughs> I was about to, was about to say, but I, think same I make as, music and they touch same me. Same as Alpha, he was saying like, to me, even like six months ago, he was still like paying, you know, doing his invoices and mm -hmm. shit like that. Mm -hmm. Even though he had these money people. So like, yeah. I think you would be more, less, there's a less of a barrier up. So in a way, you would find a manager quicker that you'll be able to trust. But that's not necessarily, a, that's not a good thing necessarily. I think I think that's not a necessarily a positive to be like you're really trusting because I feel like there is like it's important. So me, I think what, me, you, what, yeah, what you're saying is when I find the right person, I'll be more willing to let go of the ring. I was about to say yeah, you yeah. you you have a you have an inkling of when to let go yeah. better than yeah, you know, because what Jordan's descri describing is restricting, even though he's retaining yeah, 100%. everything. It's like um, yeah, you're not yeah. able to. I think my point, the reason I wanted to specify is because I'm guessing there's people that are listening. That should know there are as much as there's great managers out there, there yeah. are a lot of fucking terrible, awful managers out there as well. Yeah. That will steal from you, that will fuck you up your shit, that will use you and dash you to the side. And that's why when finding finding a manager, it is important that you take your time, that you yeah. make sure it's the right person. Yeah. That you you're willing to build with them and that you understand the journey. Yeah. Find out who they are as a human being. Exactly. Honestly, like that will save you so much like time. Because if you don't like some, if you don't like someone's being, like who they are or how they are, and they ain't even done nothing yet, <laughs> wait until they like mess up something or like make a little mistake here. And, yeah, like mate. you're gonna just yeah, it's yeah. Not everyone has great intentions, but yeah, I say taking your time when it comes to management yeah. is yeah, it's definitely key, man. It's yeah. definitely key. Well, I'm gonna be like you know, 
as as you know open and transparent about this process with everybody that listens to the podcast yeah um currently um it's been a massive whirlwind i don't really know if i'm coming or going um you know obviously i'm lucky to have you lot and you know and a lot of people that have been supportive of it and also my past managers that i'm no longer working with they are still around helping me out and like we're making a transition happen but yeah massively scared hugely there's a lot of fear there you know making sure that the ship runs smoothly you know making sure that i'm still you know progressing and moving forward yeah um is important um and yeah it's 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 tough man like i think i have i definitely have a phobia just coming from a poor background you know not having a lot of money when i grew up kind of from a one of the poorest boroughs in, in the uk i've seen what being poor is and what it feels like and <clears throat> you know and and that kind of stuff and i feel like you know i am not a child anymore so the responsibilities on my shoulders are big and yeah, yeah. i'm a rapper that's hilarious do you know what i'm saying i'm not like and i'm not like a flashy show-off rapper Jeez. but that's my job and so like i can't turn around you know, in five years. I don't turn around in five years and be like, well... Risco is a ballet dancer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to turn around and be like, yo, you know, um, I lost all of it because, you know, it went tits up. Um, so, yeah, so it'll be fine. Though. The, thing, the thing is, ugh, just because people have... You have music out, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And as long as... I don't know. To be honest, man, I'm talking like this now. In 2022, all streaming platforms may die and then there might be some other way everyone consumes music. Mm. But for now, there's actually a big thing. Um, I think the government or someone is looking into streaming and how it pays artists and stuff like that. They actually look... It's like a public oh, sort of inquiry into streaming and stuff. So people are gathering up evidence to oh, yeah, sort so of get, submit get paid properly Bec- yeah yeah oh like it God. might it, honestly it might be a thing man um but i don't know who's doing me oh, something trust yeah. i don't know who's doing it but um wish i had my facts right yeah but google it it's there man people are doing it i just saw it this week i forgot to screenshot yeah. but they're looking into um how streaming actually works and what percentage goes to where so they're gonna find out that artists get next to nothing and yeah may have to make breaks about that but yeah, what I was going to say was, luckily being artists with music out, like on Bandcamp, et cetera, stuff yeah. like that, there is sort of residual income yeah. that comes. Like with the more music you put out, the more music that's available, mm-hmm. yeah. the more chance there is someone in Thailand will, you know, buy your tune for like £6 or buy your project for £6 on Bandcamp. Mm. And, you know, it's a thing where your works almost creates a cushion for you. Yeah. why you make this transition do you know what I mean so do you yeah. feel like being transparent because I'm very transparent with like my supporters and stuff do you think being like yo I need help I need support is the wave like do I do I like, I reckon I, I always my friend gave me this advice when I was starting out gigs mm-hmm. and I um actually no this is last year sorry <laughs> and I, I said cool. to him God I don't want to be that desperate. In fact, it, no, no, I did talk to you about this, but it was actually my friend in Australia. Yeah. Um, he said when he started doing gigs and he had sold 30 tickets, but the venue 600, yeah. did he say, quick, tickets are going fast, you need to get in now? Or say oh, like, yeah, we spoke hey, this. you know, hey, I'm an artist and like, I've really undersold, I'd really appreciate if you came. Basically, there are two different ways artists go yeah. about it. 
and I did, I did, I talked to you about this actually as well. So yeah, so what, so what was the situation? So I was in Sac, I was in Sacramento. Yeah. Um, and it's not a big market for me. Yeah. Because it was a, it wasn't really a, it was a venue obviously, mm-hmm. but it was like a, two hundred, maybe three hundred cap like horizontal room, mm-hmm. like so it was quite, it was like a really wide bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but only twelve people bought pre-sale tickets, and I was like, wow. And so, so I you, was so just so thinking. You've flown just to clarify to everybody. You've flown from consider three days before I played at the Roundhouse in London. Sold out. Mm. Yeah. So I was like, um, this is insane. I was just saying to my band, this is just insane that like this is a thing. Yeah. Um, I should be fucking world famous, bro. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I mean, like, it's just insane how one territory you can be like. Yeah. Um, got fans there, and then anyway, I, I just thought I didn't want to be like rude but i was just like okay this is sort of a paid rehearsal but where like we need to bring the energy and mm-hmm. but anyway i was just thinking do i say sacramento like i'm in here tonight tickets cr- you know not much left come to the door like whatever <laughs> or do i say oh, you know i've really undersold i think i just said ended up saying like i have undersold tonight yeah, yeah. bring friends if you can yeah, it's yeah um, so jordan called me just on my side jordan called me and was like because obviously I am very Mr. Self-deprecating. Is that what it's called? Self-deprecation? Yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah. yeah. I was having this conversation the other day, actually. I think it's self-deprecating. Well, yeah. But then when, when I said it the other day, it's like, self-depreciating? Self-deprecating? <laughs> yeah, self-deprecating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, um, but it's depreciation, isn't it? So that's why, that's why I can get confusing. Um, yeah, but so yeah. Jordan called, called Yeah, you? so the Jordan called me and was like, yeah, taking this information. He's like, what do I do? And I was just like, just be on, like, I just think with honesty, yeah, the worst thing you can happen is if when you lie and then someone's at the, in the crowd and like they post a picture and you've lied. I just find mm. lying long. Like, I, that's do, my do worst you know the, nightmare yeah, of I, lying. And going out. I think the biggest example for all of this, and this probably what differs me from you two, the biggest example I can think of is the Spotify fun button. So, you yes. see, so that Spotify button where you put a link to your PayPal or whatever and, and your people that listen to you can donate money directly to you. So Spotify don't have to pay anyone for anything or pay whatever, whatever Spotify are doing. I'm so strongly against putting my PayPal link in the, as a, yeah. as a button. You're not against the, the thing. You're against you personally putting it on your thing. You're not going, I, I think no one should do it. You're just saying that you personally, Alpha, would not put it on your thing. Yeah, because, yeah, I, I'm so against it because I'm like, everyone is going through life like you shouldn't be just giving me money for no reason i need to but it's not for work no the same way you work at your job and do your like i want you to i want to i want you money yeah yeah i would like yeah i want to make good music and as a result you of you liking my music you purchase my music but that's not that's i not. don't want to exist as a human being you give me money because because of what i'm alpha but okay like, but then let, let's pause but what's you being alpha is that not they're not just giving you because you're alpha because no, they are if I have you're, no, you're just a random person they're going we believe we love what you do you, you, your music has helped me in X, Y and Z said times I want to donate I want to help you out you're not saying I, if you don't I would do rather right now, you buy, I'd rather you help me by buying my music and not by just giving me money because of they're not just giving charity me yeah yeah hmm. that's how I feel that's how I feel and and yeah Again, I'm not against anyone else doing it, but at the time that happened and that button was in play, I was just like, 
nah, there are charities you can give money to, fam. There are people that could use your money for... But for me, when I make, you know, if you would like my music and you purchase my music, that would really help me out. Thank you very much. But not for, just not for no reason. But it's not, I, mean? for, I think this is where we disagree. Cause I don't think it's for no reason. I don't, I don't I think, think it is. I, I think no reason would be like, you know, it's a, it's a, a what do you call it? A, a GoFundMe. This is different. This is going. This is essentially a GoFundMe on your not page. Go, it's not. It's not a GoFundMe. The, the, the reason why it's not a GoFundMe is because you're going. There's been a pandemic here. I'm a. I'm an independent artist. Not you specifically. Because when you're saying that you don't feel like, because obviously you're talking about yeah, yourself I'm t- exactly. I'm talking about me. I'm just talking about the reasoning behind it in general. Because you're going. Everyone's having a tough time. So why should I get money from people? As in people donate money to me, and I just go. Well, if someone goes, I really, I really want to help this person that's helped me. If they want it, then I'm gonna do it. And I feel like any artist that put it up there um, shouldn't feel bad or like like it is a charity situation. If it happened, I feel like everyone got hit. And I feel like there's some people that have, you know, job security that could afford to be like, oh, well, I want to help my favorite artist and give back to them. Especially when you look at how streaming is going and how streaming is bad and how all these kind of things happen. And like, you know, artists aren't making a lot of money at all. And so if you can kind of go, okay, I want to give you, literally donate straight to you for all the time you give it to me, then yeah, wicked, I'm going to do it. This is the other thing then. This may be a hot take, but the reason I disagree with that is streaming artists, especially, you you weren't hit like musicians were hit. Like you not hit, like you were making money still from street, like COVID impacted touring, it impacted stuff, I get it. Yes. But for musicians that were in bands and stuff like that, yeah, they literally have lost it. They don't they don't make money while they sleep. Streaming artists do. Yeah. So for me to have that link up, I was just sort of like, I definitely like I definitely don't need you to be just putting money in my PayPal. Like, well, like you said, sense. you'd rather they bought your album. On yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but, that's, but, tip, but, also, but that's, that's doing tit for tat, though. That's going well. You know, that's not tit for tat. Let, let, let me explain why. I, I feel like if you're going, you know, well, there's people that have way worse than me, musicians that haven't been. Da, da, da. Well, there are artists that you know might have. It's like saying, okay, well, there's this person, there's this patient that's ha- lost a leg, but this other person's lost two arms, and it's like, what's worse? Well, they've lost. They can't walk. They can't do this. I just feel like there's a level. There's, you can always find somebody that's in a in a diet in a worse situation and to go I need help but then go I don't want to get help because somebody else is in a worse situation than me I don't think they're mutually exclusive I don't think you can go no 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 because you're you're you're, but you're going on like someone's lost a leg and someone's lost two arms and I'm telling you I haven't lost a leg but this person's lost two arms I think what I'm I'm, I think what I'm trying to to specify I, I think what I'm specifying is that I think you're talking about the yourself specifically yeah in this situation but I'm speaking about the intact because people listen to the podcast obviously and so yeah, I'm just, yeah. so I'm just clarifying this is what I'm to everybody that's listening but we started this This is the thing yeah we started this with me saying I don't mind other people doing it but this is why I don't do it I mean I mean the the tone was that definitely 100% but I just think me personally I think how you I, took that is that what you're saying? I'm, I'm, You've I'm, taken I'm, it I'm, like I'm just saying that on my side of things, because you spoke about why you did it and why, why I'm talking about why you didn't do it, and I'm talking about why I did it, and why I feel like other why artists, you did it. Oh no, this is the first I, time you've mentioned why. I don't know. I'm, why I'm you talking did about it. why other artists did it as well. So I'm just, I'm okay. just talking on behalf of everybody else. So I'm saying that the reason why everybody <laughs> else did it is because yeah, like I don't feel like any artist out there that has you know a band or whatever and that hasn't been able that has been hit hard 
by, you know, streaming, has not made a lot of money from streaming, should feel any sort of guilt or... Where does this thing go on the page? Literally on your, on your Spotify. Literally on the top of your Spotify. And you can go, oh, like, let, donate money if you want to donate money to me. Um, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. But you, to be fair, you haven't said there was anything wrong with that, just to specify. Yeah. But I'm just clarifying on my side of things. Same way you clarified on your side of things. I'm just clarifying for me that I think it's important. <laughs> Weekly podcast. Well, as a, as a, what's it called, a tiebreaker, I hadn't even heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, so, it's a, yeah, it was put up and... It was like a relief it was a way fund, out. It's a way out for Spotify yeah. to not increase, like... Royalties. Royalties and what they pay people. They're like, they just put it onto the fans. That's a, I have a big problem with that. Like you just go, oh yeah, just ask your fans for the money. Well, like, did this so start in COVID? Yeah, yeah, It's a COVID relief thing, which I actually really agree with Alpha saying that. It's like, a COVID relief. Yeah, thing. That's that's spot on. It's like yeah, Spotify rather than upping the price of streaming or making the value of that more, they were just like yeah, okay, well yeah, but it, yeah, this, now you but can it, just get this money is, there, yeah, there, that, right, that's the thing. that's the big problem I have with it because then yeah. I just don't want to turn into a charity for people who already support my shit. I feel like Spotify should get themselves into games instead of giving themselves a way out by going, oh, well, we've given people access. Fam, I could put my PayPal in my Twitter bio, in my Instagram bio. Like, you doing that just basically evaded the whole issue. Because around that time, there was that streaming... People are on their necks about it. There was that article about the... They didn't do it because it was... The right thing to do. Yeah, no, they, no, they, no. They did no. it because people did it in response. Because of, of the streaming situation. They did, 100%. They did it in response. And I just feel like you've now made it so artists. I just feel like artists. Shouldn't be begging for money. Yeah, and I feel like, again, so that's not just me. I feel like I want to apply that to all artists. I feel like all artists are valid in their craft that they should not be. Like, if people are interested in your stuff, cool. And that's really good. And you're. And you have this community and that's great. But people have noticed you because of your music and you deserve that as a win. Like your music should be valid and exist in the system as something that is worth paying for. Do you mm. know what I mean? It shouldn't always be like a, like Spotify put that up and I'm just like, no, people don't need sympathy. People yeah. want to be treated fairly. Yeah. People want you to pay them fairly. Yeah. They don't want... And the value of, and the value of music should be more like it should, it should be the value of it. I think the idea of it is like there's yeah. there's there's a, there's a there's a real issue. It's mad because I suppose like we are agreeing on certain aspects of it, and I suppose the the agreement is is that like yeah, the value of music, especially now, yeah. is ridiculous because if you're paying ten pound a month for a subscription, but no That's one, it. but even on this level as well, yeah. And I I don't think we've spoken about it, but like podcasts, bro, like it's nuts. Yeah, the yeah. podcast thing is mad. What? Okay, so 1,500 plays on a song, let's say 3 minutes 30 seconds. On a music song. On a, on a song? Yeah. On a song is worth one sale. So let's say one sale is what? A pound. Yeah. Yeah? So that's 3 minutes 30 seconds. Right? Yeah. So if you get a million streams on a song, that's about what? Four and a half grand. Yeah. On a, a, a podcast is about an hour and a half two hours long yeah that's stream time yeah why are podcasters not paid for streams we're dropping two albums weekly why <laughs> we're dropping two albums and we're getting well even like Joe Rogan on Spotify no, to, to Joe Rogan oh, yeah. Joe, Joe Rogan well not he got get, a special wait, deal wait, wait, yeah. Joe, yeah Joe Rogan's not getting paid via the, for the stream Joe Rogan's getting paid by yeah. Spotify as in here's money because you're Joe Rogan they're not paying him as in a sale 
for his every stream that That's he's getting. Crazy. Why are like so us dropping a podcast every week, which obviously we love doing, it's consumed through the same eardrum, same as a normal same platform, song. yeah. Do you know, like the same way you listen to an album for 50, mi- 50 minutes yeah. or whatever it is, podcast to a podcast longer. for an hour and a half. Our average, like, our average, this is what, yeah. our average, our average worth. listenership, Alpha, yeah. Our average listenership of people that consume the podcast is an yeah. hour and 30 minutes. People listen to our podcast for an hour and 30 minutes on average. That's two that's, albums. That's, that's two albums of sitting there listening. Weekly. Or a Kamasi Washington album. <laughs> <laughs> or one, yeah, one, Kama, one Kamasi Washington EP. That's why, um, this is why, like, sort of what you mentioned about the charity thing is like, when you create, like, a GoFundMe yeah. or... Or like I've created, well, I'm creating, I'm a currently Patreon. in the process of creating a pro- Patreon. Yeah. It's like, there's always going to be some people that go like, why is he asking for more money? Yeah. Because, um, oh, he, you know, he's playing the roundhouse, mate. He should yeah. be getting a uh, 35,000 because he's sold 35,000. <laughs> but this yeah. is it, man. I, yeah. But like, I, I think, I it's think something Alpha's, about like yeah. taking, Alpha's firstly, po- mo- sorry, I think, I think Alpha's point, yeah, which is, is more so, it's, I think I'm getting it more, which is, he's not upset about the musicians doing it, he's more upset at the idea of why we're not getting paid enough money in the first place, that we have to do is, that. Even down to what the government's saying now yeah. with the whole retrain as a yeah. because it's not important, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Exactly. We've been, it's been ingrained in us for years, yeah, even with our important. parents, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. that music isn't a valid yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. the more and more we turn this into a help me out, the more, the less and less we're validating our, our actual product. thing yeah, product yeah. because th- like like he said with the patreon thing yeah the guys are going oh why you need more money like for the product you can just ask if you just boldly said i'm doing this i'm offering this course and this is just what the course costs yeah like then that adds value to the co- um that adds value to the um to the product, to the product yeah rather than it being a whole thing of yeah, man, I'd really appreciate if you guys helped me out. I'm starting this course and it'll be really, I'd really love your, you know, you to help me out with it. Uh, exactly, yeah. It's the wording, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, a lot get, of artists that go on Patreon say like, yeah, I'm a struggling see, musician yeah. and I need like another outlet of music. But they are but they are a struggling musician. Well, they might be, yeah. So that, but, but the thing no, is, so, I'm not a struggling so, musician in that sense. Like I'm financially, like I'm living off music. Yeah. But um, I part of me is like, I'm... I shouldn't be giving like information shouldn't be free just because social media is so easy. Bingo. No, yeah, I agree. And like you know, like um, I might do four hours worth of content of really in depth breakdowns or, or logic like advanced tutorials and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like just because people do things for free now doesn't mean it should that be I free. should. And if you don't exactly. want to pay, then I'm. Don't pay. It's fine. Yeah. Like, it's your, you're valuing yourself. It's like going. Listen, I have this a a a, a, a Dolce Gabbana. Gabane. <laughs> Dolce Gabbana t-shirt, Matty. Gabane. <laughs> Dolce Gabane t-shirt. No, but like, yeah. there's a reason why, and uh, 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 let me land, there's, there's a reason why a Sports Direct t-shirt costs five pounds and an off-white t-shirt costs 300 pounds. Segway, baby. The reason why it's a Segway is because off-white is owned by Virgil Abloh and Virgil Abloh posted Dan Kai. Crazy. Posted that, and that's on two Virgils. <laughs> Jordan, you are now officially a, a hype beast. Fashion no? icon. I'm saying hype beast. Yeah, I'm what's saying. A, what's a hype beast? Don't know, but it's sounded right. <laughs> uh, apparently, like I think a hype, hype. No, no I think a hype. Yeah, I think hype beast is like, yeah, on all like all the like. What's even crazier? So, so basically, the story is Dan Kai is my alter ego. Quickly fill you in. I released a song three weeks ago. Um, 
but actually there was a mail out of an unreleased track and he screenshotted my unreleased track and was like, damn, son. So does that mean that you get free trainers? Hold on, hold on. I'm just going to say it. What, what, what does he do? Oh, my God. <laughs> he's a fashion icon, right? He's a he's the head of Louis Vuitton. What? Didn't he donate like like $50? Alvin, let's not do this. We're talking about Jordan right now. <laughs> 50 donuts? Relax, guys. Jordan, we're trying to get you some Louis Vuitton right now. Yeah. That, and that means I get Louis Vuitton. Jordan, he's the head designer at Louis Vuitton. Oh, designer. And also has like one of the most... Um, sought after shoe brand with um, Nike called um, Off-White. So Off-White have like trainers and like they're a brand they have a lot of collaborations and stuff like that. They have clothing. He's done Kanye stuff. They have a cocaine so, reference so, in rapper tunes now. That's, why how, you, that's how big, that's how big Apple, they are. What is he doing? <laughs> that's how big hey, Jordan, Off-White I'm trying to protect you here. We need to get the bag from Virgil. Man, Listen. but when I saw that, you know, like I was like, I know the name and I, and so I wait, know, so wait, no, that, wait, 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 uh, Jordan, 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 Jordan. No, I'm Jordan. just trying to tell you the truth. Straight off the top of the tone. <laughs> a weekly podcast. I was like, um, what I liked about it, firstly, I knew he was in fashion because yeah. I know his name's from fashion. I know also, I've seen people in the last two years be like quite involved in the, he's quite involved in the music scene, particularly in the UK. So he just basically, Spaden's were you, were you, played were, a show at his Were thing. you clout chasing? Were you like, oh my God, for the clout, this is great. Oh, interesting. Because you have no clue who he is, but you were gassed that he posted Well, I was it. actually sharing Bradley's story. Bradley's the guy at the But section. you were gassed, though. You were like, oh my God, Virgil's posting my shit. But I was no gassed because I was thinking of, I actually thought, get, the first thing I thought, of, I thought of Kanye West. Well, yeah. I thought it was Kanye They're very, they're very clo- closely linked because he worked on a lot of Kanye's older stuff in terms of fashion. I guess stuff. I was clout chasing, yeah. Fuck. How strong is a cosign in 2020? What, Alpha? This is what we it's do every week. This is how we roll, baby. I live like, weekly on, podcast. On that same topic, sorry to quickly dive. dive that was a great on. question. I want to start like, Jordan, why are we diverting from a great question? No, no, but it, uh, I'm <laughs> sort of answering that question. Yeah. Well, sort of. Like, for example, you got you got an album dropping. Yeah. I think it's bigger yeah. for Tom Mish to post, Ooh. oh, shit, fuck yeah. <laughs> Like new Barney album rather than Rolling Stone posting it. So in that sense, the cosigns. That's a different kind of cos. Basically, Alpha didn't ask that. Alpha was is that like, what a cosign is? Yeah, no, it is. It is, but it's like there's a diff- there's different levels of cosigns. And Alpha just said how important is a cosign in general. Yeah, we can go down the rabbit hole. We can yeah. start with your that version. Oh, I thought that's what it was. Well, no, but cosign can but be any. Sense, that, but I do think it's become. But like then if if, out. if if Skepta, if Tom goes Barney, oh my god, Barney's new thing is amazing. Oh shit! And then Skepta goes, oh my god, Barney's new shit is amazing. Oh shit. The Skepta won't be more impactful for me because there's gonna be way more people that know that don't know me via Skepta than Tom. If Rolling Stone post it, probably not nowhere near as much traction over Tom because Rolling Stone and blogs in general are not getting as much traction as they were five years ago, six years ago. So mm-hmm. the coast, so the, uh, the answer, the question was how important is a cosign in 2020? I still think very important. Mm-hmm. I just think it's what the cosign has now changed from the blog to the influencer or the musician or the artist. Now that's that's what it is. If you have quote unquote clout, if Drake decides to post my song tomorrow post my song tomorrow and go, oh my God, this is the best song I've ever heard in my life. You literally careers are born overnight. Like that. So there's do you think they're still as relevant as they were like two years ago? More even they're as relevant. So for example, yeah. Round around in in and around Antiphon, a lot of things happened around the same time. And that's like three years ago. A lot of like the biggest cosign I can think of was like Lupe posted me on his main page, mm-hmm. not even like Insta Story or whatever, just on the posted the cover and was I can't remember what he said, but 
that was big for me because I wasn't really, I was doing well sick on YouTube on the channel that was not mine, whatever, that was doing well there, but a lot of more people discovered the music within hip hop and stuff like that through Lupe doing that. And it's just a few other things like that happening around that time. And I think that contributed to the, the fire. right. I think now, um, especially like maybe in the UK scene, but probably like behind the scenes everywhere, mm-hmm. managers are making that happen. Like mm-hmm. so, managers are calling in like these certain celebs. I remember even the the, the documentary for Beats by Dre. Yep. Um, um, listening to is it Jimmy? Like what, what the hell is his? I was about to say Jimmy. His his um his his manager or whatever at the time. Yeah, Jimmy uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was talking about Beats by Dre, mm-hmm. and he said his only plan with Beats by Dre was to get on every celebrity. Yeah. Not even like, yeah, let me sell this. He was like, yeah, no, we're going to get this on this basketball player. Yeah. We're going to get this on this rapper. Mm-hmm. Just have it around their neck. Have yeah. them wearing it. Yeah. Whether, whether they're walking to just send them. A, and then that's how he infiltrated. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's how it got that big. So I guess a lot of managers now are planning. They're going around to the celeb friends of said artist Man. and are like, could you post this at this time? Mm-hmm. And because they're all well known, like they're trying to, manufactured the organic that's how they co-sign. did fire festival announcement they like yep. paid 10 really powerful social media people yep. yeah and it works because people it's, it's the idea of power in numbers and also this idea of, of coolness yeah and people want to especially now with the internet and how fast things move people are like they want to be the first to be like oh my god what's everyone speaking about and if you get that so for example yeah which is nuts and i got actually quite angry and i don't know if i'm right to get angry so there was this guy called dog dog face 408 or something no 420 420 dog face 420 it was a, f- a video of this guy on a skateboard with fleetwood mac dreams playing and he had like a cranberry oh yeah um, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah ocean spray i saw that yeah here we go oh, I seen again it. you say you want your free that guy yeah? Yeah, yeah simple tiktok video yeah holding a, a bottle of ocean spray on a skateboard miming to fleetwood mac dreams the video goes viral. Ocean Spray sell out of that drink, that cranberry raspberry drink, in, in America. Like, it sells out. What? That's crazy. It sells out. You can't fit it anywhere. Because why? Because everyone's recreating the video. They want to be doing the video. Oh, fuck. All right, listen. Ocean Spray, give him a truck. I like a truck. As in like, here, thank you for the video. Here's a truck. Fuck you. Give me money. <laughs> why give me a truck? The guy's obviously happy. He's like, oh, sick, I'm getting a free truck. Bro, the amount of money that would have cost, branding-wise, to get that to go, as in how much money they would have earned from that. That's the thing. I guess you got people's. You got you got people whose day jobs are to sit down and try and conjure that before it happens. Yeah. So nobody knew that video would do anything. It didn't know. A lot of components to that video made it happen. Fleetwood Mac, that tune. Yeah. It's been lost in a, a generation. It's been it was brand new yeah. for a whole new generation. Yeah, so true, isn't it? and it's a seventies tune. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But it's brand new for like a whole wave of people. They're like, oh, this is sick. People getting the seventies. That contributed. Then just what he was doing, like I think a lot of things went into that. But to imagine sitting down and designing that to happen before it happens. Yeah. That is mad. That is a that didn't happen there, by the way. But I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some people's jobs yeah, every are to day do they that. literally their, their Man, jobs are on to that, do that same note. Like when I before. I think it was I handed in my Wallflower Masters, yeah, and Ninja did like a social media diagnostic report yeah. on my all my accounts, yeah. and it was insane. But they basically presented me this spreadsheet of 
or every influencer that follows me. I don't know how they work that out. I mean, it's mm. probably easy, but I mean, I'm not, not discrediting the work, but I'm saying like, <laughs> basically, they sh- there were tabs. Yeah. Everyone above 100,000 followers was here and I, people followed me that I had no idea followed me. Like, wow. I forgot who it was, but big people <laughs> um, that, that I didn't follow back as well. So they were like, you know, because you know, when you follow someone, you have access to their DMs if they follow yeah. you sort of thing. So they were like, they were, they were trying to send me the case of like, you know, if you get that. in touch with these people, we have to help share it or maybe send them the private link or all that sort of thing and play the game. And I didn't play that game in the end. I was just like, I'm a bit awkward. I don't know any of them. Mm-hmm. Like I did, I know Sam, well, not really. I, I Sam Smith and I have talked before and I was like, I'll send him my album. Besties. Didn't get back to me. Oh. Um, oh, that's you. okay. But um, That's why, that's why the, the second album didn't go to number one. Jeez. Didn't DM you back. <laughs> that's what happens. But, um, it was amazing to see that and to think like obviously they do that for next level artists. Right. They were like and they probably pay influencers to do stuff it's or, not even probably. or they just definitely like, pay influencers. You know, that girl that's in the Pharrell video, um, the famous she's now like What Pharrell video? Yeah. Is it that is it that crap tune entrepreneur? No, the, the Marvin Gaye track Dong Dong Bont. Oh 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 Bloodlines. Oh the rapey tune. That's the rapey tune. Bloodline. Uh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Bloodline's the rapey tune. Yeah, yeah. But, but the girl, I know you want it. Oh, God. She's, she's like a famous model now because of that video clip. I'm sure she was famous. Anyway, you would probably know her if you saw her. Anyway, this is long-winded again. But <laughs> if she's lying down like on a standing chair and she's listening to my song, but she was paid to listen to it. Yeah. But like then she did that little tag on the top of her story saying... Oh yeah, mine's I, John and I. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. That would be a lot of value. It's yeah. funny how like. Well, so in a sense, you're right. Cosigns. How huge. about this, Travis Scott? Yeah, Travis Scott. His album last album. Actually, Emily. Her name is Emily. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Rat- Ratchevich. It's <laughs> Emily. Travis Emily. Scott is in the AKA the Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> Her, fucking hell. Okay, Travis Scott. Yeah. Um, Astro World, yeah. Album came, that was the last album that came out, right? Was that the one he did in uh, Fortnite? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was sick, to be fair. That was really, really good. Anyway, mm. Astro World came out same day as, no, the week before Nicki Minaj's album, um, Queen. <laughs> ganja Burn, Ganja Burn. Oh, um, that song comes. And anyway, the album comes out. And basically, what happened was, was that. Travis Scott's album did really, really well. And the next week, Nicki Minaj's album came out, but Travis Scott's album still went to number one because of the idea of bundles, right? So bundles is basically where artists put loads of things that will contribute to a sale. So they'll be like, if you buy a t-shirt or a mug or a ticket to my show, you get the album for free. So now now the merch, it's actually kind of similar to what we were talking about earlier. The merch, the album, the the whatever, all that kind of stuff is now valued more than the music. It's like you added the the music to the add-on, but it will go towards sales of the album. Mm. So Travis Scott's girlfriend and baby mother at the time was Kylie Jenner. So Kylie Jenner posted this album and was like, you can get free tickets to a meet and greet. You can get tickets to my meet and greet. Or whatever Whoa. that contributed to sales of the album. Nicki Minaj was pissed because it's like, what? But it works, and that's where the idea of. Well, she lied. Come. No, she's not lying. She's just going, I'm, I'm, I'm with Travis Scott. If you want to come and have a meet and greet with me, and you get a, it's a bundle. It's part of the bundle. It's one of the bundle packages you can get. Is you can come to like a meet and greet session with me, but that will add to his record sales. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so Nicki Minaj is pissed because it's like, what? Like that's not. 
that's not what like that's not fair yeah, like yeah. like how on earth am i supposed getting, to compete with that yeah how can i compete with carly jenner the most famous exactly meet and greeting and uh, like and that's where the, i think the idea of influencing is important like yeah. carly jenner posting your shit is like you can't pay for like the amount of money that costs man one of the jenner's boyfriends is a fan of mine Mad. Unis Unis Benjamin, his name is. No, French no dude, muscly guy, got his shirt off a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he messaged me. He messaged me with a picture of a video oh, of him, him listening uh, to my music uh, with, with the family. What? I was like, holy fuck! As in the Jenners were behind. Like, all the all the card. You mean the Kardashians? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, no, they're Jenners, aren't they? Really? Yeah. They. I was like, holy shit! This is insane. Did you keep the video? Yeah, they didn't tag me. No, it was like a DM video. Did you keep, did you keep the video? Maybe, but you can't rewatch videos on Instagram. Fucking screen record that shit. Oh, I, sh- shit, I should bro. have at the time, he's but... I was just starstruck, bro. And the topic of starstruck, um, music section? That was a terrible section. <laughs> 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 we talking. We were talking for ages. <laughs> we yeah, we were talking for ages. Are we even doing music section? What's the ta- how, how long have we been yeah, doing, doing this for? Music section. Let's, let's do it. We'll jump into it now. My pencil and my pen alone, my eyes got big when Henry Big did the same thing. Also Sean Carter, cause they both became king. Now dare I say that one day I'll be in the conversation of who's great. Those who punch below their weight don't want a confrontation, just blaze when it's that's roll. I could be Haley's comment in a vessel. If I wasn't, would life be less stressful? I don't know. I think dead ends are new beginnings to grow. Like five on the black hand side, taking pride in your fro. During Jim Crow, just let a gym go. Did you catch it? I hope it was caught by some kid whose parents got divorced and they think it's their fault. Don't Carry that with you as an adult, it can make you depressed from your subconscious head in the vault. Believe me, I know, and that ain't on a low low. I put myself in this song, you don't picture me as strong, you got the wrong photo. I killed all my demons and lived to tell the tale, where they dumping bodies in the Great Lakes to sell a cell, or leave you right where you stand for your pelly pelly starter coat. I saw how one could stab you in the back, could also part your throat. What a shame that people feel they gotta go there, the later final they ain't going nowhere. I'm so rare when I jot it, that I've compared my lines to the ones you shave from a non and ain't nobody touching our product The mother niggas good but let's be real My cup run up over They need fresh refills They probably got them from the fast food spots That make you obese in the hood Are those the only places we can go feast? If so, I wonder if it's more to it Since every corner got a liquor store with crooked police That's where you in a stolen car And not a car with no lease And you got drugs inside a stash box Along with your piece Peace to Sandra Bland, Eric Garner, and Kaepernick What happened to all in the same gang Self-destruct when popular rappers stick together for a cause Now they doped up from their flaws Excuse me while I pause to blow strands Hundred dollar gamblunts Them killers that make popo start up manhunts Take a puff and jot it better than you can dunch I'll be happy if I only touch the fan once Cut, cut, cut 
All I do is light one, right one. All I do is light one, right one. All I do is right. All I do is light one, right one. All I do is light one, right one. All I do is light. All I do is light one, right one. All I do is light one, right one. All I do is. All I do is light one, right one. All I do is light one, right one. I was chiefin' when I wrote this. Forgive me if I go astray. You should play this loud while you twist the blunt, or if you roll a J. This one here is for all my West Siders who drove spark, and all my niggas off that East Side high, like Joe Clark, facing nightmares that really are dreams that grow dark. They take a left turn in alleyways where you can smell the meth burn. I wonder who they bought it from and just how much the chef earned to make a fiend out some teen and look like Audrey Hepburn and Steve McQueen. I seen them in the movie once on a late night. Was with this bad chick we smoked about two three blunts then i made a climax next week we hit the imax but i had to cut her off because she was out for my stack she wasn't in the gym with me nor did she drop a gym witty at the open mic and l's royce and m city i recall paul telling all three of us at st andrews hall we would carry detroit on the small of a back then put it on the map because when i rap i leave circular traces around the clown so fast it's a blur to their faces and strip focus i came out swinging like a pendulum assistant in the hypno on some listen closely and do what I say. Run and tell 10 of your friends to stream this album all year and why they at it. Make sure they tell 10 of their co-workers so that they can do the same. Put the Dutch to the flame and blow strands. Hundred dollar gam blunts. Them killers that make popo start up manhunts. Take a puff and jot it better than you can dunch. I'll be happy if I only touch the fan once. Cause... All I do is light one, right one. All I do is light one, right one. All I do is right. All I do is light one, right one. All I do is light one, right one. All I do is light. All I do is light one, right one. All I do is light one, right one. All I do is. All I do is light one, right one. All I do is light one, right one. Yes, yes. So that was Elzai with um, Light One, Right One. It's off of his new album, um, Seven Times Down, Eight Times Up. Um, yeah, shout out to Elzai. He's one of my favorite rappers of pretty much all time. Um, yeah. I just checked this out, this album, this week. I don't know when it came out. Like, it's literally, it's, it's within a couple of weeks, though. It's been out a couple of weeks. But yeah, that's LZI, man. What do you guys reckon? What a tune. I'd, bro, you know, you see rapping, yeah? <clears throat> I love when I listen to a rapper and it feels like you hear the art and you hear the time and you hear the experience and you know he knows when to breathe, when to speak, when to come with a different flow, not trying hard, like... His tone is sick. Like, Elzai is, yeah, he's like, Alpha showed me about Elzai years ago. It must have been like 17 or something. Yeah. And like, I just remember being like, he was so clear. Like, his clarity is ridiculous, but it was, it's not try hard. Like, it's just so smooth with it. And yeah, like, it was The way smooth. he just like connects it. And yeah, the he had a, You mentioned this before, but he had a really nice sounding voice yeah, as well. Spot on. Um, Alpha said, oh, I forgot when you told me this, or you might have told all of us this, but about, Hip hop because it's a new genre. This is interesting take because he he must be a bit older now. It's like yeah. you know jazz is in the fifties. Yeah, like old people play jazz now because 
it was new to them then and that was their youth. It's yep. just like hip hop. <laughs> I can't really imagine it, but hip hop in 2040, this guy might still be rapping, Elzai. Mm, and like, yeah. because well, yeah, no, that's well, what he will be doing because it's a new genre. But like, it's just weird to think of a 65 year old rapper. Well, they were, it's not far off. Like Jay-Z's what, like in his yeah, 50s. How does, how does... Yeah, like Jay-Z's in his 50s. Like Buster's like 50, like Snoop's in his 50s. Like it's not, I see them guys being around for another 10, 15 years. I don't yeah. think, and, I think. And the target audience grows with exactly. you. It's not before when rap was first starting to be a thing, everyone was like, oh, target the youth, man. We need to get the youth. We need to get the 18 to yep. 25 or whatever, or 16 to 25, whatever. Now, people older than 30, older than 40 grew up on hip hop. So they like hip hop. So you've got a huge pool now, a much bigger pool of audience. So it can only grow from there, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good, it's good. But yeah, that was LZI. Top quality, mate. All nice. Right. I'll go next. Sick. Okay.
and that was Denise Williams with Free. Um, I, pen- I believe you pronounce it Denise. Khaleesi. Wait, no. De- <laughs> sure. So it's, nice. now you got image in, you got image in my brain oh, now. Khaleesi like, singing the song. Yeah. I just wanna the dragons behind us. Just locked up by Car Drogo. Oh, man. Oh. Just singing his tune. <laughs> Took it to a bad place. Um, yeah, that song's called Free. Um, when I went to LA uh, with Tom, shout out to Tom. I was at Tom's house this week. Um, Tom Mish. Tom Mish. Um, Mr. Mish. He is, you know, living life. Um, <laughs> funny, like, we're talking to him if he's, as if he's in like rehab or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing well, guys. Lanzo is secretly like <laughs> secretly just getting clean. That's, what he's there, That's like, why he's not in the podcast. One day I'll make it back. I'll be clean. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, he listened to the podcast as well. So shout out to you, Tom, if you shout got to this part. You. This part. Um, Don't do it, Tom. Don't do it. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> we were listening to this song in LA, um, and it was like I don't know. It just it just makes me feel really happy and warm. You know, so just a classic. What do you guys think? I I loved it, man. Got that, yeah, just classic. That's why I grew up on that sort of music. So yeah. it's just nice. Go, what's the, what's the word? Nostalgia. Yeah, 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 nostalgia. Yeah, feels good. Did it transport you? Took me back to my the car and the, playing music in the car, <laughs> practicing balancing the clutch. You don't play music in the car no more. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, no, I'm not in Australia anymore. I can't play music in the car. <laughs> nah, so it, like, yeah. Just, the tune just feels good, man. It does, isn't it? Yeah. Play it for a Sunday um, morning. There are tunes like that, man. Just like, universal. Yeah. There are genres like that. We've reggae spoken music, about reggae and yeah. even Afrobeat and stuff. I was mm. talking about that before. But there's actual, yeah, there's specific tunes. Yeah. That, if you don't like this tune, there's something wrong with you. Like, not not like, but if you aren't sort of, if this tune rubs you the wrong way, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, basically. I agree. Yeah, yeah, that should that shouldn't make you feel uncomfortable. I, unless something happened whilst that tune was playing when you were young. Unless I'm getting. Oh, okay, guys, Carl let's Drogo. go to the next. Let's, let's, let's. <laughs> oh, uh, Jordan, you trying to go, go next? next? Shit. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an example. Jordan, stop the podcast. <laughs> Shepherd 
That track was from Alanis Morissette, and it was called Uninvited. <laughs> yeah. So I, th- no, actually, no. I was, I was going to say something about her bio. I don't know anything about her. I just come across the song. Yeah. I was watching a TV show. I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's on Amazon, yeah. or if you're in another country, it's. it's I think it's. I think I have Amazon in most countries. No, but. No, territorially it's different. But oh, they might have diff- access to uh, different okay. films. Yeah. Right? yeah, but anyway, yeah. it's called Little Fires Everywhere. It is such a good series. And I heard this song. I was like, I kept in the bridge basically where she kept going. She was holding a wrong note, and I was just like, holy shit! And when it was in the scene, it really struck me. And Amy's just like, oh yeah, this song's famous. This is a classic. And I was just like, what? It, it won like one of the Grammys for like song of the year. I'm like, like this is too good to be. Winning awards. Oh this shit should just be game changing, life changing for everybody. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, usually shit that wins awards is like oh, pop and. Oh, Jordan, come on, mate. There's different categories in the Grammy, bro. Um, award ceremony. Yeah, this tune, yeah, I, I still don't. Yeah, Amy was right. It's, it's a big This scene. is fake. This is. <laughs> I know this tune from just back in the day, just from life. I don't know what film, other film I've heard it in. I Probably don't know. Multiple films and stuff, to be fair. Yeah, like, but. Yeah, I I like it, man, but I don't know why whether I like it because of the nostalgia of it, or even though it's nostalgia that I don't actually know what it's attached to, just the past, basically. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, <laughs> you're happy with your past at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am, I am. But um, yeah, no, no, I like it. It's the first time sort of hearing it in this context where I actually have to focus on what's going yeah. on the harmony. It is kind of weird. I, I get it what you mean. Weird. It's not conventional, but like there's tunes like, but you know, how it's called Image and Heap. Yeah, yeah. Like tunes like tunes by her did really well. There's tunes that do well off of being on TV or whatever. Yeah, man. And then just have a place in. I'm not just assuming this tune where I know this tune is, is from his TV, but I'm just guessing. It I is. think so. I think it's probably got some really good syncs. Yeah, you, can, you know, you can like just tell it's, a real it's definitely sinkable, got that emotional sync, like, like, real climactic yeah. vibes. It's crazy though. Yeah, the string section as well. Like getting to the like the middle bit of the tune, it's just crazy. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Shout out to Lana's Morissette. Um, she's yeah, I'm a fan. Well, I like that song, Ironic. Giant. Let me not put it in the spot. Wait. Like oh, that's her. It's a free ride. It's a free ride. Oh, that's her. Okay, so was it? She's probably just famous for famous sake then. Yeah, she got that. She got that interesting voice. Interesting timbre, like. I found out there was a whole scene. I'm not sure if that's what I was going to say. I'm not sure yeah. if she's part of this scene. But I think she is. The Seattle rock scene. Okay, I didn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, back then. Preempting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Seattle rock <laughs> scene. <laughs> like a, <laughs> like a Cards Against Humanity. 1970s post-punk acid techno. <laughs> no, but... Um, Who was in it? She, Who else was in it? Like, it was all the classic, like, I think Creed and Nirvana and um, oh, Soundgarden, but they all sounded... They had a similar vocal timbre, like just, just um, just taking breath. <laughs> oh no, I can't do it. Just All singing I while clenching your ass, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I find mad there is that, like, this is where I know, like, me be, I'm just not a musical, it's not been the slightest yet. Because when I hear that, I just, <laughs> you think I, just I just know, I just think of Wheatus. I, I, if we look them up right now, I wonder if they're from that. Same. No, Wheatus, Wheatus are a pop. Oh. Rock, they, they, <laughs> teenage, the t- teenage dirtbag baby. Oh, <laughs> no, 
I'm just 13, eh? Oh, no, 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 Lifestyles <laughs> of the rich and the famous. <laughs> wake me up, wake me up inside. Oh, well, you man, know that that was on that was on Christian channels as that's well. That's a classic. Evanescence. <laughs> yo, Evanescence yo, when I was younger, classic, fun facts. When I <laughs> when I was younger, my mum used to bang out the the God Channel and all them things there. Yeah. yeah. That tune used to come on. That tune, and then the other tune, the Kiss Me tune. Kiss me. <laughs> do, 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 do. Kiss me. You know That's that tune? A bit. I'm in the green, green grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ring, ring. And they used to play the videos on the God Channel like it was. I, was, I used to think when I was younger, are these tunes Christian tunes? <laughs> that? <laughs> What's that hey, Kiss Me is a band, man. That's, man. that's one producer. That's one person that worked there was like, I really like this song. That's, so like, that's a whole yeah. team of people. <laughs> Just kiss me. <laughs> kiss me. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't exactly that tune. Me. No, but that, in a way, in a way, it is sad because that was, that was that was like music. Back then. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Jordan. It's we just come a bit of like... This has become repetitive. Shit now. That was wow. music back then. I don't know whether that's a compliment or... No, this is not. It's not to the current pop scene, but... I'm, I am wasn't a fan of it. Basically. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other stuff that I know, but oh, we covered all the bases, I think. Well, I suppose on that note... Um, it's, 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 been, it's been a long podcast this, this time Hopefully thanks for staying with us if you did thanks for sticking around if you did um, weekly podcast did it? weekly um, we're mm. back again back next again. Sunday next Sunday um, Instagram YouTube Twitter we always, we always leave it to the end no one's listening to my social media plugs please someone anyone please um, have a great week um, you know Enjoy yourselves. Catch you in the next one. See you later. Peace.